Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do, and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Hey friends, how are you? How are you doing today? I am so glad you're here. Welcome to episode 16. It's called the four types of action. Today, before we dive in, I want to share with you something that I love. I don't know why I do, but I have to be honest and tell you how much I love hummingbirds. I know it might seem a little random, but it's winter time right now. And here in Vancouver, we get hummingbirds all year long. I've got three different feeders with sugar water hanging up outside my house and my little she shed. And these birds are forever zooming around, drinking from the feeders. This morning, I had two on one feeder at the same time. Sometimes they hang out, sometimes they zoom around. And if you don't know anything much about hummingbirds, they're not at all what I expected. First, they are tiny little balls of energy and they're constantly on the go. Plus, they are super territorial. These little guys are feisty. You should see them squabble. In the summer, not now, but when they're in full swarm, I have watched them dive bomb each other, bumping each other off the feeder, just like hockey players check each other into the board. Anyway, they are fun, and I really enjoy sitting at my computer watching them do their thing. So in today's episode, I want to tell you about the four types of action. So when I'm coaching, I explain this to my clients because it helps them understand why they might not be getting what they want. Remember the model, the circumstance or the data is what the story is about. And then you've got thoughts and opinions about that story. Every thought creates an emotion. And the emotion drives what you do. The sum of your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions create your life. And we think action is where it's at. Society never taught us that uninformed, frantic, hustling action may not actually help us get what we want. Society wants us to do more. To hustle, to push harder, to grind it out. 
But the style of action, that type of action, makes a difference as to whether you create the results you want or not. The four types of action are passive action, inaction, forced action, and inspired action. I'm going to explain a little bit about each of these types individually so you can start to identify where you spend the most of your time. Now, there's nothing inherently wrong with any of these kinds of action, and we all use all four kinds in our life. It's our normal pattern. Each type of action has a different flavor or feeling about it and a different effect. So it's up to you to decide whether the action that you're taking the way you're taking that action, whether it serves you and where it doesn't. Remember, every action we take or don't is because of the emotion that you're holding. So let's start with the first kind, passive action. This kind of action, passive action, feels good. It feels virtuous. We think we're doing stuff. We think we're getting things done. But at closer examination, maybe not. Passive action looks like learning, doing research, planning, creating a color-coded action plan with milestones, dates, goals. When you're in passive action, you're thinking about things. You're thinking about what you have to do, thinking about that decision that you need to make. Now, of course, passive action is important. We do need to learn. We do need to research. We do need to plan. But where it doesn't serve you is when you pretend that doing research is the same as doing the thing itself. When you pretend that planning your website is the same as creating your website or launching your website. When you pretend that learning about becoming a coach is the same as actually coaching people. It can feel safe. And maybe that's why it feels good, because maybe you just need to know just a little bit more before you make that decision. Passive action is when you think you want to run a marathon, but you're sitting on your couch, looking at your iPad and deciding what training plan you might try, or looking at amazing marathon venues. Do you see what I mean? Until you actually get your running gear on and step out the door and start to train, you're not actually doing anything. You're just thinking about it. And that is passive action. So the second kind, inaction. Inaction is sort of like passive action, except it usually feels terrible. Inaction is the place where we're not doing. Maybe you're overwhelmed or you're confused or you're just plain stuck, but you're not doing anything. Procrastination lives here, and usually a whole bunch of judgment about yourself too. And yes, passive action, inaction, they're both normal. They're completely normal. We all get jammed up from time to time. It can also be like the pause just before you leap. Now the key here is balance, and only you're going to know when you've been in inaction for too long when you're sabotaging what you say you want by being in action. Now, when you realize you've been here in this place of inaction for too long, the best way forward is for you to begin by coaching yourself. Become passionate with yourself too. 
Do a thought download. Write down all your thoughts. All your thoughts especially about the things that you're avoiding. Start to get a bit of clarity. Don't spend too long here, but get a little bit curious. What are you trying to avoid? Yeah, you're nervous. But so what? We all get nervous sometime. And being nervous isn't a stop sign. Being nervous is just an indicator that something is new or that something is important and you want it to go right. Now, the longer that you wait, giving more power to that nervousness, the harder it is to get on track. So what do you do? Once you get a little bit of insight, like I said, don't spend too long here or coaching yourself can turn into its own form of inaction. Choose a small thing. And I'm talking really little. Get started, do that one little thing, then move on to the next and the next. And pretty soon you won't be feeling so stuck. Once you get moving, you'll gather some momentum and it's going to be a lot easier. So the third type of action, forced action, is hustle, hard work, hard driving until you're exhausted and then some more. We honor forced action. We think that the harder we work, the more virtuous we are. Forced action is kind of like putting your nose to the grindstone and incessantly doing, 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 instead of pausing to think, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the most helpful thing? Is this actually moving me towards where I wanna go? Forced action feels like your foot on the gas and now it's stuck. And maybe you don't even know how to slow down. Maybe you don't know how to turn that steering wheel to correct your direction or even to apply the brake so you can slow down, stop, reassess, get moving again. Many of us are so used to forced action. The only problem is we might be kind of like the Tasmanian devil from that old cartoon. All action, no rest, and you don't even know if you're heading in the right direction. We bounce back and forth between hard driving, forced action, inaction, and passive action. And sometimes we get so frustrated with the inaction that we might even say to yourself, ah, that's it. I've got to do something. It doesn't matter what, but I've just got to get something done. And that can feel forced. It can be exhausting. And when you pair forced action with inaction and passive action, you get movement and it takes a lot of effort. You may not make the progress that you want and it's exhausting. So the fourth kind of action is inspired action. Simply put, it's action that you take that comes from a feeling of inspiration or empowered or curious or wondering. The things that you do when you say, you know what I should do? And you're filled with the possibility of what you can accomplish. Or maybe it sounds like, oh, that would be so much fun to create that. What a great idea. These kinds of thoughts help you to get into inspired action. And inspired action often has that feeling of flow too. Sometimes when you're here, you lose track of time. You're enjoying yourself. And inspired action is one of the most satisfying ways to create the results that you want. 
If you're a new coach, you want clients, right? Inspired action will be the action that brings you to those new clients even faster. And you're going to have more fun doing it too. At first, it might feel a bit of out of reach. Like something happens to you, like a lightning bolt. But I know you've experienced it before. We all have. What you don't know is that you can kindle that flame of inspired action on purpose. You don't have to wait until it lands on you. Here's how you do it. First, you remember that your thoughts are optional. You get to choose them and your thoughts help to create the results. Inspired action is that creative action that you take when you're thinking thoughts that create feelings like inspired, possibility, potential, curiosity, empowered. Each of us has thoughts that can create those emotions. But begin by taking a relaxing breath, get settled into your body, and try out a few of these thoughts that I read below to you and see how you feel. Might give you a great starting spot. Okay, here are some thoughts. Remember, just relax, take a breath, and think these thoughts and see how you feel. It's possible for me to reach my goal. You know what would be so much fun? Now you get to fill in the blank. I love... It could be, I love doing this. It could be, I love my clients. It could be, I love my life. I am so fortunate that I get to do, to do what? Go for a walk, coach somebody, write a blog post. Now these more general ones, I've got this. I can do this. Just watch me. Let's go. I can help him. This is up to me. Now, when you find a couple of thoughts that help you feel inspired or empowered or filled with potential or curious, you're going to notice that you suddenly find yourself getting these thoughts like, Oh, you know what I should do? Or something like, oh, that would be really cool. I want to do that. Those things that you're thinking about at that point, that's that hint that inspired action is coming. And those ideas, those are the ones. Jot them down and follow them. Go for it. Try them out and enjoy them. Now, to get yourself primed and ready for inspired action, borrow some of those thoughts that I read to you earlier. If you don't have them quick at hand, click on the episode notes, um, go to the blog post that has this episode in, and you can see them there and you can just copy them out. Feel free to borrow them. And then once you borrow them, create your own. You're going to learn how to do this for yourself. So that's one way. And the other way that I like to use inspired action is I use it kind of like priming my pump. And when I think about prime your pump, I think about one of those old style water pumps that you would see at a campground, for example. You have to lift and push the handle for a bit before anything happens. Now the first few times you lift and you push and you lift and you push and it's hard. And then 
a little bit of water starts to come out. And then before you know it, the water is pouring out and you hardly have to do anything except try and keep up with catching it in your bucket. So here's what I mean in the context of inspired action. Today, here's my example. Okay, I knew that I wanted to outline what I wanted to say on this podcast episode. So I primed my own emotions by thinking thoughts that create that feeling of inspired. And then I got to work. It flows so much more easily. I enjoy creating this podcast episode for you so much more. And everything is easier, both the work itself and the ideas about what to say and how to say it. And finally, here I am. I'm having fun and I'm recording this for you. Okay, now you've got an idea about where you've been spending most of your time lately. Has it been in passive action, inaction, forced action, or inspired action? It all starts with awareness. We all use all four kinds of these actions. If you want to spend more time in inspired action, then practice thinking those thoughts, holding the feeling of inspired and empowered and possible and potential, and take action from those places. It's a skill that you can build over time. Start by practicing a little bit every day. It's going to get easier, and you're going to be amazed at what your new awareness shows you. So I hope you enjoyed this. And I hope you start using these four types of action. Start noticing where do you spend your life? Next week, we're going to talk about consistency. And consistency is a superpower. It takes grit, courage, and confidence to have consistency. I'm really looking forward to it. And I hope you are too. Now, before we leave, I want to tell you about a gift that I give to all of my listeners. It's my free resource library. It's there. It's waiting for you. It's an online vault that is filled with content that I created to help you grow and become a coach. I call it the Coaches Online Business Academy. And like I said, it's sitting there waiting for you right now. Here's how you get access. Click on the links in the episode notes. Sign up for your free account. And right away, you're going to have immediate access to everything. Now, there's a bunch of stuff already in there. But... I add new things every single month to help you, help you grow, help you become an even better coach, help you find more wonderful clients and do the things that you're meant to be doing in this world. So what do you do? All you have to do is go to that episode description or the show notes, click on that link and sign up today. And that's it. Really looking forward to seeing you in there. And I'll talk to you next week. Thanks again for listening today. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be.